Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach. As always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. Hola! Thank you guys for stopping by. Hopefully our background is looking sweet. Still, you know, getting the hang of the whole green screen thing. Very temperamental if there's wrinkles and stuff. So every every day before the, we record, I have to throw it in the dryer with some like a wet towel so it steams it and de-wrinklifies it. Um, you know, never thought the... The life of a YouTuber was that difficult, but uh, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff you have to like figure out on the fly, but uh, so far, so good. I think it adds a little flair. I think occasionally like our shadows and stuff don't quite pick up, but that's fine. You know, we're doing our best, okay? Um, anyone who wants to intern, we're taking applications. Yeah, anyone with any like video production expertise, we can't pay you. But we would appreciate your advice. We'll pay you in experience, just the old <laughs> baby boomer way. Yeah. You should be lucky to have this free job for no work, for no money. Just pay your rent in experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tell your landlord how much experience you're getting. All right. Thank you guys for stopping by, liking and subscribing, clicking the old bell icon on the YouTubes, and following on all the podcasting platforms, the Apple Musics, or I guess not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Premium and spotify we do appreciate you guys listen to us every week uh it really helps us out and it doesn't cost you guys anything if you are willing to give us some money though patreon.com slash friends that's the way to go and you can help support the show help us buy things like the screen screen that, that we got um i think that's why those pop-up ones are probably so expensive because they don't wrinkle oh the ones we were yeah the ones we were looking at the, the ones that are like two hundred dollars we're like God, why is it so expensive? Because you don't have to throw it in the dryer every day. <laughs> it wasn't even the price. You know what it was? It was the size it was, of it. it was the size and the space, man. Yeah, we exactly. Just have a place to put it. Yeah, exactly. We're on a bit of a gorilla, you know, setup here. But I think so far it's been looking pretty good. So hope, hopefully you guys enjoy it. Let us know down in the comments how it's been looking on your side because we're all very critical of the stuff we put up. So I want to read those comments. Stupid wrinkles in the back. (laughs) Shadows don't match. Look at these, look at these noobs with their noob green screen. I was like, Jesus Christ. Why are you guys so mean (laughs) today on the program? We're going to be talking about a couple different things. There's a lot of new stuff happening in the nerd world. We're going to give uh, our initial thoughts on the new season of Mandalorian, which just started on March 1st. I think it was. So a couple episodes deep now, um, And then uh, we're also going to be talking about the new Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering set that's set to come out, um, I believe, in June. We'll have the dates and stuff uh, after our our break when we start talking about it. And then um, I was going to give you uh, my review of the Harry Potter, or I guess it's not actually Harry Potter, it's Hogwarts Legacy, 
video game out now on PS5, PC, Xbox, all the systems. Because um, I've recently beat that game. So, lots of cool stuff to talk about today. Uh, before we get to that, though, let's start with some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds, Christian. I know you have a quite the ordeal that you've gone through. Yes. Yes, I am looking into getting a gaming table specifically for when we play Magic at my place, but also hopefully maybe one day we'll start playing D&D in person with people. Yeah. Um, Never. Kinda. I know, man. <laughs> we haven't had an in-person game. It's all been uh, via Zoom and stuff. I will say, you know, brief brief segue, that as a Dungeon Master, I love doing the online D&D because... You don't like, have to draw anything. I don't have to draw anything. There's not that awkward like, okay, you guys enter into a next room of the cavern. Hold on a sec. Erase, erase, erase. God, why doesn't this stuff come up? God, oh man, this marker never... It's supposed to be dry erase. I don't know why it's not coming up. It's not dry erase. In, in, like, like, okay, now draw this. Look at the book. Okay, now there's a little bump here. A little bump here. Okay, I'll draw this, draw this. Okay, let me pull out my miniatures. Ugh, okay, I don't have any more goblins. We used up all the goblins. So these guys are just going to be space marines. It's all right. Yeah, so it's... Just use your imagination. Yeah, exactly. Where with, you know, a, a virtual tabletop like Roll20, it's like, oh, you, you're you in the next room? Well, you see the next room and it lights up as you walk into it. The goblins are already there. Click on them, they have the stat block. So I do, I do like doing that from a Dungeon Master standpoint. But it is nice to hang out with everyone and get together and have the p- pads of paper up and stuff like that too. So, well, if you got the coin to spend, you can get some with a with a screen at the bottom. That's true. You know, That's and you can just put it up there. Um, I didn't go for one of those. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, my brother in law Mark was like, "Oh yeah, you can put a projector on top and project down." I was like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> I'm like drilling into the wall and putting stuff up. And yeah, that sounds fall, like a terrible idea. Might fall and kill one of my cats. Also, but... you can't see it in with the lights on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want to do all that. No. But he's a genius, so I'm sure he can figure all that out. Me, not that bright. I mean, realistically, if you wanted to do something like that, you buy yourself like a $200, you know, 40-inch TV that they sell at Best Buy all day long now. It doesn't have to be fancy. And then you just put a piece of, uh, like, uh, plastic plexiglass over the top of it and you have it mounted up underneath the table you could do that fairly easily if you have tools and stuff not doing that's the table i got yeah <laughs> definitely not no we we wanted a nice um coffee table um so something we can use as a regular coffee table something that's going to look nice when we're not playing so did a bunch of research and first choice obviously was wormwood um because mm-hmm. they look fucking great. I know they're not the and fan built, favorites right they're, now. They're but built really well. They're built great. Um, they got great stuff. Um, you, I don't think anyone can deny that they have amazing stuff. Uh, Price-wise, pretty okay. Um, it's just that you can't... Re- our space, we have a condo, so you can't really customize it. And like their, their small tables were way too small. And then their next level up was just way too damn big. And there was right. just nothing in between. in between but their selection of wood and of course all the wood we wanted was super expensive like purple heart or paduke or yeah. Uno mahogany was that expensive yeah i don't know i didn't know rich I, mahogany i feel like i should have known that being my dad's a carpenter but um <laughs> i didn't fucking know your dad jesus yes <laughs> old christ my dad's a carpenter too <laughs> 
No, man, it was, um, but just playing and customizing this stuff was great and adding, like, the accessories with the rail system. It was a fun process, but it just didn't suit our needs. So right. the next one I looked at was um, Games Theories Table. So it's a coffee table where it slides down and has the little indentation with the felt that you can play on. Mm-hmm. And then it had a nice, I showed Cody, it had a nice little topper part where it's a bigger game set and you can buy the mat to play on great for what we wanted because the coffee table is the right size the playing size was great the only thing the only thing was their prices were wormwood prices but it didn't have the wormwood look like the craftsmanship no and that's like sorry guys if games theory tables if you're listening you know sorry but like it just had an Ikea like yeah. feel to it, but at Wormwood prices. So it was hard for me to justify like where my dollars were going. Yeah. That's one thing that, you know, until you're really looking at a piece of furniture, you don't realize exactly what you like and what looks good to you, right? And one thing with all the Wormwood stuff is and I watched I watched their their vlog called uh, Worm Life all the time. They have chamfers on every like edge and a chamfer is like where, you know, rather than being like a straight right angle for like the top of the table, there's a little angle down on one side, which softens it up and makes it look more like professional and, you know, nice kind of thing. And that's one thing that that, that particular table is missing. Everything was like hard right angles. Yeah. It, it, not only that, it just it looks mass produced. Nothing wrong with it. It's also a small company. I will say their customers support were really fast. They were really nice. Yeah. They uh, anytime I would email because I'd ask like, "Can we do this if we pay extra? Can I try to do this?" And they're like, "No, these are the sizes. These are the dimensions." So it's like, okay, so I can't customize anything. I can't pick a stain of the sure. wood. I was like, "Where is where's, the money? where's the price go to?" Yeah, like I just I don't understand. Things turnaround made out was, of plywood. <laughs> yeah, the turnaround was fast. Um, sure, but. I don't know. Hopefully, if you guys are listening, make some changes. You know, uh, I don't. I don't like shitting on small companies, and I'm right. not, And I'm not shitting on them, but like, well, one thing too, kindful critiques that could help maybe you guys get to that next level. You know, yeah. And I think small companies too. You know, the larger they get, the cheaper they can produce stuff. You know, um, one of the reasons why Wormwood can make those tables cheaply is because when they first kickstarted it, it was one of the biggest kickstarters of all time before. Brandon Sanderson blew the doors off of the thing. Um, <laughs> and Critical Role. And or Critical Role and then Sanderson. Right, right. And, um, you know, because of that, they can drive costs down because they can put in bigger, you know, bigger orders for wood and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm sure if, if that company, uh, Gamescape, Gamescape? Games Theory Table. Games Theory. Um, if they keep continuing to grow, the prices will hopefully eventually come yeah. down. So the next company we looked at was Geek and Sun. Great, great stuff. Their website was amazing. Um, their being able to customize was amazing. Their prices, it's a British company. It's an English company, and their prices were pretty okay in comparison because the pound's not doing so great. <laughs> Aha, suck it. Um, and that's the one initially that I was going to go for. I was like, cool, great selection of wood, great selection of stains. I can customize uh, some stuff. They had uh, copied... I don't know who did it first. I don't. I'm. 
Maybe because I just know Wormwood and they have all these tons of accessories, but they had similar accessories. Yeah, they but had I, a magnetic rail on, yeah. on the side. But know. I feel like someone had mentioned the other day that there was actually another company before Wormwood that was doing it. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Wormwood's the most famous one for it. Yeah, 100%. And Magnets have been around for a long time, too, so who knows? I just, I just, I'm new to the magnet game. <laughs> so, uh, magnets, how do they work? Yeah, I just thought magic stuck shit to the fridge. Um <laughs> They were great. The only thing, and it's not their fault, was shipping. Yeah. Oh, shipping if was, it's coming from the UK? Yeah. Dear God. <laughs> shipping was as much as the fucking table. So, well, maybe not as much. Tables were close to like it, though. Two, I'm sure. 2000. The shipping was like 1,000 plus. Not their fault. You know, totally get it. So, but their website looked great. Again, Great stuff. If you're in the UK, you're listening. You want a game? You want a gaming table? Uh, that's the one I would go for. Nice. They had great. They had great stuff. And then uh, I was just searching through blogs, researching, and someone had mentioned uh, uniquely geek. So U.S. based. Nice. Awesome. America number one. Yeah. Let's you. They let you customize everything. I can actually enter dimensions of length and width, which is perfect for us because of our weird ass condo living room and right and you can get a little extra width to you know play magic on so it can fit four you know play mats on and stuff actually not have to mana spread into like fiance's (laughs) space mana spread (laughs) so good (laughs) not have to like christian can you move your goddamn cards like fuck man i just don't like up your board state your artifacts are all over my enchantments can you move like and yeah, and I, it was weird how you guys would get mad because I had the man in the front and the creatures in the like in front of me. Yes. So like, I don't, I don't, I don't need to know what your mana's doing. I need to know what creatures you have. <laughs> I like looking at the fucking artwork, and obviously the creature artwork is better than the. It's man. not for you, Christian. I know that <laughs> it's for so us. I had to switch and move things around because people. Anyway, um, <laughs> they. I love that you get to customize the length, the width, the size, uh, the wood, the stains. You can customize. Everything because they don't build anything until um, you place an order. You get a designer, so you have to put a hundred dollar deposit. Then you get a designer that works with you to customize everything. So the accessories, the cup holders, the felts. Um, there was, I believe, a little mini art station. All of that comes included, which nice. is great. But I'm sure you know. I'm sure it's added onto the price. Right. Um, but it's nice. I will say. That's one thing that always bums me out about the wormwood tables and stuff is like the table, you know, starts at like 1200 bucks or whatever it is for like a, a, a regular kitchen size table kind of thing. And then, but th- that table doesn't come with the topper. So you can't use it to eat dinner on un- <laughs> unless you buy this extra thing. It doesn't come with any of the cool cup holders, any of the cool accessories. So I like that this one gives you like the starter package. Yeah. Cause that's like that's why you're buying it, right? You're not buying it to get just a table with a little trough cut in it for gaming. <laughs> so I, I do, I do like that they included a, a selection of accessories. And they have a cool video. Not gonna lie, of their brand and their story. It was uh, the guy's a carpenter, and his son uh, plays D and D, and he'd asked his dad, "Hey, can you make me a gaming table?" And you know, the son. Drew like obviously shit design kids on a carpenter. Yeah, fuck, but <laughs> fuck kids. Not just kidding. <laughs> Dad obviously like you know adjusted it, make some changes, was studying it, and he's like, I'm gonna make this table for my kid, and then he did it, and his kid loved it. He's like, oh, you know, maybe there's other people that's out there. 
And it, uh, it touched me, man. Touched my little my little nerd core zone right there. You know, being, I said earlier, my dad's a carpenter. He didn't give a shit. He, you think he ever asked me if I wanted a fucking table? Like, no, he no, never he's asked like, me Learn shit. how to make it yourself. That's yeah. what I did. <laughs> Fuck. Then I'd ask him for help. Just like, get the fuck out of here. You're making more work for me. <laughs> um, you can't fucking sand shit. So, um, yeah, the little story, man, like, I, I felt it. And yeah. so we put the deposit down and just filled out their form. So I'm hoping to hear from a designer soon. I'll keep you guys updated on the process, but so far, Uniquely Geek, loving what they're doing. Nice. Um, so that's the one we're going for. I'm, like, super excited and jazzed about, like, making the little customization. And it's I think it's it's dope that you get to customize everything in particular. Their price are around Wormwood prices. Sure. But the fact that you get to customize everything, super fucking excited about Right. It. Definitely makes it perfect for, for your situation where you're trying to get a specific size height so we don't murder our backs every time we play <laughs> i know i always feel bad i always feel bad like uh the next day i'm always like i always go disc golfing the day after and i'm always like jesus christ <laughs> what was i doing i was just hunched over like this sliding mana around and, stuff. and that's that i was so close to getting the games theory one just because it has that nice the raise yeah the raise thing yeah and um my fiance saw like man i'm gonna get this table i'm not that excited about but you know it does fit this and cody's not gonna hurt his back and it works it does work out for the room she just uh pointed out you can buy risers yeah you can true. get what you want and just buy risers. I'm like, that's true I keep you around <laughs> now and then you got some good plus ideas. i will say one thing about that table too is that top section like you'd have to keep that somewhere it doesn't fold up into yeah, it or anything no. so you got to throw that in the closet or and it's big the it's, it was it's called the biggest fuck yeah yeah it was like a three leaf system i think like, that's a nice way of putting calling big blocks of wood big giant blocks of wood <laughs> yeah very cool yeah well, yeah like the cats would scratch the shit out of that no matter where we fucking put it right yeah well it'll be cool i can't wait to Play on it, you know, a year from now or whenever it's yeah. put in January there. 2024 is when they started. <laughs> I'll keep you guys posted. But yeah, should be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, my nerdy confession uh, is, let's see, I guess, I guess I'll talk about Hogwarts Legacy here because um, I just beat Hogwarts Legacy <coughs> um, a few days ago. Uh, actually, by this time, it's probably about a week ago now. And, like, I will say this. I, I'm definitely, as I've gotten older, I've become less and less of a Harry Potter fan. <laughs> which, it's, yes, of course, J.K. Rowling is a huge piece of shit. And I don't really like her. But the books, I, you know, I was a genuine fan for a long time. And, you know, like, I, I did the midnight launches at, at Crown Books. Do you remember Crown yeah. Books? Jesus Christ. It's been a while since we had one. I think the last bookstore, big chain we had was, uh, I guess, Borders. Borders. When, Barnes & Noble is still around, but who knows for how much longer. Right, right. Yeah, they're the only ones kind of kind of keeping pace kind of thing, which is unfortunate because I like real books. But um, but not and, only that, I like going and looking. Right. And well, well, that's the. I think that's the value too. Like brief, brief side rant. I think that's the value of a um, of a bookstore, is that you go in and like it's one thing is like okay, I want Brandon Sanderson, The Way of Kings. I I look under fantasy under B or Sanderson, whatever it's organized, and you find exactly what you want. That's one thing. And that's one thing that Amazon does really well, right? You can type in anything and it pops up, right? But what they don't do very well 
for Amazon is like you go in and it's like here's the new authors that came out this week or this month. Yeah. Here's, you know, oh, here's the new Brandon Sanderson book. If you like this, here's 12 other books that yeah. you may like that are similar. Like it, I miss that because yeah, staff picks, you know, yeah. and you have like a bunch uh-huh. of books and stuff. Like, with oh, little fucking wood. fucking Randy always has killer picks, you yeah. know. Fuck you, Sharon. You don't have any good picks. <laughs> you, you made me read that fucking I can't think of a Danielle Steele novel. <laughs> that was whack. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's that's where the value comes from is because if you work at a bookstore, you've got to at least like books, and so generally you'll have some pretty good suggestions. And I do miss that. Because, you know, everyone loves Amazon because it's so easy to, you know, find any little thing that you want. But you have to know what you're looking for, which is why something like Prime Day, like I never buy anything on Prime Day. Because have you ever just gone on Amazon like, hmm, I wonder, I, I want something to buy, but I don't know exactly what and try to find something. It's Sometimes you ridiculous. just want to spend money. Sometimes you just want to spend Sometimes money. Sometimes you just want, I, I got a hundred bucks in my pocket and I just want it out of there. Um, and yeah, which you would think with like the algorithms and like the big data they have and they collect on you, they'd be able to give you better suggestions. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's the worst. It's like, like for me, it's like, Oh, Hey, um, remember that one time you bought D and D dice? Well, here's some D and D dice. I'm like, well, I already bought that. You (laughs) idiot. Like, like maybe think about it a little longer and suggest something else. But anyway, that's what, you know, um, bookstores are really cool but that's, i digress the uh i used to be a big harry potter fan and it's just like the more i've read and expanded my horizons into the fantasy and sci-fi genre the more i realize that there's it, they're not very good books like sure the plot's fun and some of the characters are great right but like the world building is just shit and like there's so many things that have obvious plot holes in them and you kind of start to feel that when you play Hogwarts Legacy. And don't get me wrong, Hogwarts Legacy is a fun if you if you want to hang out in a wizard world, 100%. Go for it. You you get to fly your broom around, you get to collect magical beasts, you get to cast spells and, you know, and uh you know, against other wizards and stuff like that. You get to play some wizarding games but not Quidditch. I'm sure that's going to be a DLC, but how do you make a game Harry Potter game with no Quidditch. You get to play uh, wizard chess? Um, <clears throat> no. You play this game where it's like, you're like, uh, uh, you're casting Ak- Akio, which is like when you pull things towards you and you pull these giant balls and it's kind of like, kind of like bocce ball or shuffleboard where you try to <laughs> reverse bocce ball. Yeah, exactly. Where you're like pulling it close and trying to have it stop. That's actually a pretty good idea, man. That's actually not a bad idea. Honestly, like, like I don't remember that being in any of the books, but it might be in some side lore. But if not, that was a cool idea for a game, random game to be put into the in there. But anyway, um, there's it, no gambling, huh? Um, no wizard gambling would be fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, there's no wizard gambling. Unfortunately, just put up life essence. Yeah, fucking, here's twenty years of my life. I'm gonna <laughs> Ooh, win this hand. Fuck, high stakes. <laughs> I will say there is there is a mission where you're in like a uh, a dragon fighting den and I'm sure there's gambling going on there but you don't get to gamble unfortunately. Wait, the dragons are fighting or you're fighting dragons? No, the dragons are fighting. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like high stakes dog fighting. So it's it's a it's a cockpit or like a cockfighting. Yeah, exactly. W- with huge cocks. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact: That's what dragons are called when they're fighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Giant. Cocks. Have you seen them? Jesus. Uh, but. Uh, 
Wait, no one got mad at the fucking dragon fighting part? Well, I mean, it, it's presented as those are bad guys doing it. Okay. So, like, now, granted, it's a game I don't give a shit. You're, but inf- like, you're, in, you're infiltrating to free them. You know, you know, you're freeing the dragons. So it is presented as these are bad people. Got it. Um, but here's, here's the thing that I'll, that I'll say about the game that I think missed the marker a little bit for me is first of all, the RPG elements are, are like they dip their toes into it, but not enough where like, there's so many times there's optional side quests all over the place, just like any open world game, like your Grand Theft Autos or your, the Witcher or what have you, Elder Scrolls. But the problem is, is that you don't have to do any of them and it has and if you do all of them or you do none of them it has very little effect on the game itself oftentimes you're prevented you're presented with two choices one that's slightly evil one that's slightly good and you're like ooh that's kind of cool like if i do more and more evil ones am i going to be like tempted to join the bad guys at the end or am i going to have some bad ending right no no a lot of times the the actual mission will go on Exactly the same, no matter which one you pick. And then there's even, you know, slight spoiler alert, I guess. There is even a side mission where you can learn the unforgivable curses. So like the Avada Kedavra, the Crucio, and Imperio curse, right? Which are like big no-nos in the Harry Potter world, right? And so you're like, you're presented with this choice like, oh, the guy's like, you know, I could teach you the Crucio church. Uh, curse if you want and you're like oh shit should i learn it and with a quick google online you're like oh it has no effect on the story at all okay cool let me learn that shit you know and wow so it it affects the zero no like i've literally done the avada kedavra right next to hogwarts professors and they're like they don't even mention it yeah that's that seems a a little whack right um, so that's, that's one thing that's kind of a bummer is like, they really missed a mark on stuff like that. I mean, that could be a game in itself where you try to sneak, like if you did in front of them, you know, like maybe not necessarily lose the game, but even detention, 10 points sound, from Gryffindor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but if like you try, if there's situations where like, oh, I can only really get out of this if I do this one spell that that's not, you know, or it's frowned upon, but you kind of yeah. like sneakily do it. Right, like that exactly. in itself, you know, stuff yeah, around. like a little stealth mission where you're like, the, the only way to do this and to save this character that maybe I've, you know, built a relationship with or whatever in the game is to do this, and then if you don't, that character dies and you can't do any more missions with them. Like yeah. something with stakes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say this is another slight spoilers, but once you learn the Imperial Curse, which is like mind control curse, right? <laughs> you're with this one guy and he's. You come into this town and his hometown, and it's being attacked by these goblins, right? And so you and him are like fighting them off. The kind bankers? Of uh, no, these are like goblin rebels. Okay, <laughs> um, they're like the main antagonist of the of the game. And so uh, this one goblin's coming up to his sister, and he's about to st- stab his sister. Right? You're like, oh shit! And so what does he do? He casts the Imperio curse, mind controls the goblin. Then has the goblin slit its own throat. I'm like, oh, fuck. Sounds about right. Dear God. <laughs> like, you could have done any number of spells. Drop that the knife. Expelliarmus, man. That disarms <laughs> him immediately. You're like, Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> and so, of course, the sister's super upset. And I was just like, dude, you, you, you know, you could have solved it easily, but you went hard, and I respect that. <laughs> um, 
but uh, yeah, man, it's just missed the mark on a couple things like that. And then like some of the end game stuff, like there's really not much, you know, to go on beyond that. Plus I think one thing that kind of ruins the Harry Potter world for me a little bit is that magic can literally solve any problem. So why are there still problems? Right? (laughs) Like, one thing in the game. I don't know if the book addresses like uh, make more food out of nowhere. Do they right. do that in the like, book? Like why are the Weasleys poor? <laughs> right? Because Harry's a fucking asshole. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Harry had a shit ton of money. In <laughs> yeah. the first movie, all he first is like, oh, that cart full of candy? Let me buy that shit. Yeah, yeah. My R- poor friend over here dude, can use some sugar. Dude, Ron, that sucks that your wand's been broken this whole time, but man, I'm sure, you, I'm sure you'll fix it eventually. It's like, hey... You know, and and Ron and the Weasley family would such, never ask for it. Such great people, they would, and they never did. And they never did, and they get they gave their love unconditionally. And yeah. Harry Potter's an asshole. And Harry Potter and every mom was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to do that." <laughs> Guys, I have what's what's you know what is a million galleons? What's a galleon? I don't know. Is that a lot? I don't know. That, did Harry even give them like nice gifts? Even that? No, hey, I, hey, for I, Christmas, I, I got you a new wand. Yeah. I Thanks, Mrs. Weasley. I know you spent a lot of money on that yarn to make me this fucking sweater. Here's a sweater I made you for free with magic. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Harry, you're so bad. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, so because magic solves every problem, like, when you're playing a game, it it seems ridiculous when it's like, oh, you have to level up your Aloha Mora spell, which opens locks. Because it won't just unlock any lock. More complex ones need a higher level of the same spell. Like, well, that doesn't make any sense. And then when you cast a spell, you still have to play this little mini game where you line up the the cogs inside. I'm like, it would be cool if it just you cast a spell and it opens like magic. Because that's what we're doing here, right? <laughs> like, if I still have to pick a lock, what's the point of using the spell? I'm sure there's magic locksmiths that can make things like you can't pick it. I'm or, sure there's something. You would think, right? But I don't know, man. It's Parts of it just kind of missed the mark for me. It is it is fun, um, like, you know, just to explore the world. I will say the exploration is fantastic. Um, but there's certain things I just wish they had gone a little bit deeper on. Like, I wish the camera angles were a little better. I wish you could, like, like when you're riding your broom you should be able to like look 360 degrees so you can see how high you are and then like when you fly your broom like if you're flying around the hogwarts castle you can't just like land on any surface it just won't let you on certain things you're like come on man like that's the whole point of flying this broom is i want to get up there and walk around on the roof and shit you know what i mean (laughs) so i i wish they went a little bit like i wish it had as much like freedom as like you know your elden ring or your uh, Grand Theft Auto, you know, where you could literally do anything in the world. But I've seen some cool mods of like someone made a Dobby and he's running around with like a like a Glock or something. He's just like <laughs> shooting people. Shooting. <laughs> someone master gave Dobby a gun. This is why you don't give them socks. This yeah, is why you don't give them their freedom, man. That's gonna- also, that's another kind of weird thing is like you have to like be okay with there being house elves. And also, this game took place in the 1800s, so there could be slaves still. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's some weird things. If you think too long about it, I feel like that's where Harry Potter is weakest. Is if you think too long about any one thing, it gets really weird and problematic. You know what I mean? So, anyway. Like, part of the reasons why the goblins were mad is because they were literally forbidden by wizard kind to ever use wands. 
And I mean, they can still do magic with their hands and stuff, but like, why do we have to not let them use wands? You know, it's probably the same reason why the founders of this country didn't let black people own guns or or property or property or anything. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's very problematic. You know, it's uh, Hermione was on the right side of history though. She was trying to get those elves their freedom, the house elves. That's so. true. Yeah, Hermione, Hermione definitely definitely uh, you know ha- had her uh, her convictions and stuff. But yeah, I think it's you know it's a solid B game. You know, it's like a solid B, maybe B plus, but it's it's not it's not the masterpiece that I think a lot of people are are kind of uh, you know setting it up to be. Unfortunately, but you know, check it out if you like Harry Potter. I think you'll like the game quite a bit. Alrighty, well let's take a quick little break, and when we get back, we're going to be talking a little bit about. Uh, whether or not you should be watching The Mandalorian, and then, more importantly, The Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering set. We'll be right back. Free... Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Intro to Mandalorian Season 3 now, right? Season 3? Yes. Um,. And kind of give you, you know, it could get a little confusing with uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> and that's that's that was the first thing I wanted to say about it. Um, so if you're going in to watch Mandalorian season three, you have to watch the book of Boba Fett, or at least like the last two episodes. I think it is. And I, you know, I get why they did it. Right? They want, you know, <laughs> they realized maybe Boba Fett wasn't the best show. <laughs> like maybe halfway through, they're like, "Fuck, we gotta we gotta save this. Bring in the Mandalorian." Um, because I think it was, it's weird and it's the same problem that some of these, uh, Marvel movies are going to have now, right? Where if too much is introduced in the TV shows and someone hasn't watched those TV shows now, you know, when they watch the thing that they do like, they're completely lost, right? Like when we saw Ant-Man, right? Seeing Kang for the first time. We we've already met Kang in Loki season one, right? And so that is more impactful to us because we know how powerful that guy can be, and and kind of the back at least some of the backstory of him. Where um, people who are just watching Ant Man are like, "Who's this guy? Why is he so scary?" That kind of thing. So I think uh, Mandalorian is is kind of dipping their toes into that same problem. Where if you haven't seen Book of Boba Fett. You know, first episode, um, and we won't, I promise we won't spoil anything major. But first episode, Grogu and the Mandalorian are back together. You're like, wait, in season two, um, you know, 
the last thing we saw was Grogu going off with Luke Skywalker to be trained as a Jedi. What's happening? And so um, I think that's one thing that, you know, point against it kind of thing is you do have to watch Book of Boba Fett. Now, we've seen it because we watch everything Star Wars. Um, but I, I would say if, if you're only into The Mandalorian, you need to go watch a little bit of at least a little bit of Bo- Book of Boba Fett. I think it's the last two episodes that include was- Mandalorian. Maybe you're right, but I want to say three, but I think you're right. Maybe he was introduced. In I think first. one episode was entirely the Mandalorian, <clears throat> and then the, the next episode was Mando joining Boba Fett. So that's one, you know, one cautionary thing before you start watching it. Um, but besides that, like the episode opens up and like I'm 100% back in. You know, it's like freaking Mando and Grogu and they're back together going on adventures and so far, like some killer stuff has happened in the show. Um, it's been it's been really fun, really exciting, um, and uh, I'm excited to see where it goes next. One thing I will say is I've heard that there's been like multiple years time jump between Book of Boba Fett and this. Um, I don't know if this is true. It's just things I've heard on the internet, and I'm too lazy to research it. But um, I heard that Grogu was training with Luke Skywalker for about two years. Okay, right, which I guess that that could be true. Um, it seems weird if, like, you know, in Book of Boba Fett, he's like, oh, I, I miss him so much, and he's been gone for, like, three days. Like, like, it makes sense that he was with him for a while. And then after that, apparently between the end of Book of Boba Fett and this, there's been a couple more years. But I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if that's true or not. So, I mean, I, I, get, I get the confusion because, A... Grogu takes a long time to age. I mean, right. he's 50 right and now. And then Mando still, has Mando a helmet has, on. Yeah, you can't really see if he's got gray hair or something. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's got like he's got like gray on the side of the helmet. It's like, I'm old now. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of hard to put wrinkles on a helmet. Right. He's got really comfortable boots now with like arch support and stuff. It's like new balance on his like metal <laughs> yeah, boots. Yeah, dad shoes. <laughs> They're just white sneakers underneath all the best car. Um yeah, but I will say if, if you know if you like the other seasons, like you'll love this. It's back into it immediately. They're going on adventures together. There's there's already some like you know confrontation going on between a couple different characters. It's it's amazing. I definitely think you should watch it. You, you've seen the first episode. First right? episode. Yep. What do you think so far? It's great. Are we going to get into the first episode or no? I feel like we shouldn't spoil anything okay. really. Right. Like maybe like. We could do the first, very first scene, which is we see a, a foundling getting his Mandalorian helmet for the first time, taking the creed. That is so important, right? I was a little confused because I thought that was Mando. Right, right. And I think they did that intentionally. And, you know, because I was like, like, man, that one, like, um, blacksmith lady, like, she doesn't age at all. And I was like, wait, stupid. She has a helmet. Right. Uh, <laughs> I was like, but, you know, maybe size wise or something. Right, exactly. Or maybe, or maybe that mantle has been passed on. Yeah, yeah. You know, who knows? But no, then Mando and Grogu come in and save the day in their N1 Starfighter. Um, oh, that little kid also is uh, Jimmy Kimmel's nephew. Oh, really? Found that out. Yeah. Oh, nice. He also played the young um, Tusken Raider in Bo- Book of Boba Fett. Okay. The one that was like being friends with Boba Fett, who gets murdered. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> uh, that show's been out like once, like. Six, years? six months or something like that. Yeah. Book of Boba? Yeah, I think so. Six fuck. I was gonna say like two years. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, fucking COVID timeline is <laughs> I, all fucked up. I know. 
but yeah, definitely go watch it. I think if you're, you know, if you're into Star Wars and you're into Mandalorian, it it scratches that itch. And there's been it's already been some fun stuff that's happened in the first couple episodes. So check it out. But I think what we really need to talk about, Christian, is fucking Lord of the Rings yeah. and Magic: The Gathering. Two fucking things I love. I know one one's kind of a new love and one's an old love for me, but they are fantastic. That they're coming together. That's and that's what got me into magic in the first place was Warhammer being a set. So, um, and and those turned out excellent. So I'm very excited for this new one. So, uh, Tales of Middle Earth is the new uh, lineup coming to Magic: The Gathering. Release date is June 23rd, and I think it'll be a uh, probably a week before for um, pre-release at your local game store. We always recommend checking out the local game store. But you're gonna buy the shit out of those. Dude, I'm gonna go hard on this set like i might buy a box of every single thing they offer like a set a draft a collectors like all all the freaking uh i don't know if i don't know if i'm gonna do that but i'm definitely gonna gonna go so hard buy all the like um sought after cards and i'll probably wait as much as it sucks wait a little bit uh till they're out on card kingdom not the not the pre-sale singles because I feel like those prices are right. way too much. But right, right, right. after maybe like a week or two of release, prices start to settle. I'm definitely gonna buy those because I'm just I'm sick. I I love opening packs. Sure, love it. It's like fucking like a drug. I love opening packs. It's the only way I get any bit of serotonin anymore. Yeah, no. The only thing that sucks is like when you start seeing the same fucking repeated cards. Right, and it's so annoying, and then. I don't know. I don't want another Faramir. All right, yeah. Faramir sucks. <laughs> or whatever the rats were in the Phyrexian. I uh, forgot. Oh, uh, blight belly rats. Yeah, I don't need. I don't, fucking I don't need 20 another blight belly rat or a necrosquito. <laughs> it was fun the first time I read it, but now I'm over it. I don't care that it's a fucking foil. It's still the same shit. Card. Yeah. Um, you know, and then the disappointment after you open all the packs, like fuck that one. I still card. didn't get Gandalf or whatever. Yeah, whatever it's gonna be. Yeah. But I will say, so here, here's kind of the lineup of products that they're coming out with, right? So there's going to be um, uh, four different commander decks, which is awesome. Um, definitely going to probably, I don't know. I might get all of them depending on what they are. But let's, try, let's try to guess. Let's see how close okay. we get. I think, I think you definitely have one that's like, that's the bad guys, right? And I don't know if they split it up into Sauron, Sauron. Have to. I would think they would have to. But the thing is, is like, they'd have to split in some way. Like, is it going to be Urukai and goblins, you know, or right. be, or like, you know, ogres and Urukai? I guess Saruman can only really have Urukai. Right. He would have. I mean, he probably had some regular orcs. I mean, he, too. yeah, he had some orcs, goblins. They're interchangeable for anyone who's going to get on my ass later. And the Lord of the Rings, yeah, goblin and and orc are interchangeable. Yeah. Um, I think that. Yeah, if you do if you do that, then it makes it a little easier to separate everything up, right? Because then you have Saruman, which has you'd have him as the commander probably, and then you know maybe some Urukai general guy as your secondary commander, or maybe like a Grima Wormtongue or something like no, that. No, they're not gonna do him. I'm sure he'll be he'll be a, a card. I'm sure he'll be a card for sure. But no, I I feel like it's gonna have to be the Witch King. I feel like for the, Saruman. Oh, for Saruman. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think for Saruman, you have Saruman the White as one commander. And then, because they normally do two in each set. And then either like some orc, 
you know, named Orc uh, or Urukai general or something, or maybe like a Grima Worm tongue or, or Actually, something, something. Now, like yeah, they, Grima Worm tongue, I guess I could see it. I was going to say maybe Lurk, who was like big in the movie, who wasn't in the books, but they've said they're strictly, they're not going from the movies. Like right. They're going straight from the books. And that's now. one thing that I really like about the set is like all the artwork, it doesn't look like other artwork you've seen. It's not like the photorealistic ones like they do for like The Walking Dead or Stranger Things. Um, it looks very like, you know, it looks animated and like, you know, very magic to gathering, which I'm super excited. Particularly one car that got leaked that, uh, some people are going to have some feels about I'm a hundred percent ready for it. Oh dude. I can't (laughs) wait for people to be mad about it and everyone else to be like, dude, who cares? Who fucking cares? Yeah. Um, but I, so I think Saruman would be one. Sauron would be the other one. So maybe you have. Sauron and the Witch King, I think that's yeah. that's probably the, the go-to. Um, and that one would be cool because you could also have like the Armies of the East, the Oliphants, um, the Voice of Sauron. You could have all sorts of like, there's way more flavor in that. You know, thinking about it now, I don't think they're going to do um, Sauron. I mean, if they're going to the books. No, uh, Sauron. Sauron or, himself? Yeah, I don't think they're going to have it. Or what did you say for Commander? Or uh, yeah, I, I would say Sauron because he's not he he doesn't have a a body in the book. It's just the eyeball. It's yeah, just I mean, tower. Yeah, I guess so. It would be. I mean, command tower as a fucking. Uh, commander. I will. I will say it depends on, you know, the what the, what the, what they have the rights to, right? Because they could, I guess, when he's the necromancer, I guess. Sure, know? sure, but they could, you know, like at this point, every he's. He's in the ether enough where we know what he looks like, right? He's got the helmet and everything, you know. Um, so I think they could very easily do that and just kind of fudge it because no, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna be so book accurate where they're gonna ignore the rule of cool, right? <laughs> um, so I would I would you gotta imagine that Sauron is one of the one of the commanders in it. Um, and then as for the like the two other like the good guys one. Um, I mean, you know, the elves and dwarves are not going to be together. They're definitely not going to be together. If yeah. if they're going by the books, like they, they do not like each other. But that's the thing is I, I don't think they make, I would be surprised if they did a whole elves deck and a whole dwarves deck. I don't think that's yeah, going to happen. I don't happen, think they're going right? to do that. They're going to have to throw humans in there somewhere. Yeah. But that's the thing is with humans too, you know, they have, you have the, the Gondor Ro- and Rohan, Rohan and like, in between those two, you have so many other ones. And then you have you also have to fit in the hobbits somewhere, right? So that's why I'd I'd be I would think if if it was me designing it with my limited knowledge of game design, I would say bad guys would be one deck. It would be Sauron as one commander, Saruman as the other, because that that's two different ways to play, and you know, they could each have different, you know, uh mechanics and stuff then you have you have one deck that is like the fellowship deck and then um that'll have like the hobbits you'll have like maybe gandalf as one commander and aragorn as another one only the mechanics is he just pops in every now and then he'll pop in and pop out (laughs) pop in and pop out (laughs) (laughs) look for him on dawn of the third day or whatever (laughs) and you win the game (laughs) um but uh, yeah, I think I think that would be um, you have like a fellowship centric one that has you know your Aragorn, your Legolas, your Gimli, all the hobbits, 
um, Gandalf, you know, you have that kind of as one. And then you maybe have like the last alliance of, of men and stuff. Or maybe you do like, yeah, you do men, elves, and dwarves as their own thing. So if they have, if they have the rights to um, the Hobbit, you could very easily do a lot of dwarfs, and you know you have you could have Thorin and stuff in there. We don't we don't know what they have the rights to, so yeah. we don't know how much of each one they'll have. I'm so excited. There's so many things they can do. Like right. like Bjorn would be great. You know, the guy that turns into a bear. Sure, and you can have the. The two forms, um, but like I, I don't know. I mean, I guess they can do like the werewolf system where it's night and day, but that doesn't really affect him. It, he just changes when he wants. It also does say the tales of Middle Earth, so maybe we do get you know um, some Different other characters lines. from from other timelines and stuff. Who knows? Um, but they do have a full a full set coming out. So unlike the Warhammer, which was the other universes beyond um, release that they did, which was just Commander decks. Not only are they having commander decks, but they're going to have full set boosters, draft booster boxes, collector boosters, and uh, gift bundles and pre-release bundles, uh, a jump start set, um, a starter set that has like two uh, pre-made decks in it. It's going to be a lot of fun stuff, man. Um, and I'm I'm very excited for it. I'm probably going to get a couple of those pre-release, man. I've actually... For the, I like uh, them. I think they're a good value. Plus, you get the little spin down die, which is always handy in a game commander. For the Phyrexian one, Zach actually got some pretty good cards on there. Like, yeah, yeah, e- even better than the box. So I was like, okay, I'm probably gonna do a couple. Yeah, of those. the pre release box does come with generally like what, like six to eight booster packs or yeah. something like that for forty bucks. It's not a bad value. Plus, it comes with um, generally a uh, like sometimes it'll come with a collector's you know, sample pack, which is like one or two cards from a collector's pack. So shiny foils or whatever. Um, I'd be, I'm interested to see once they release more details, if the collector's boxes are going to have a special foil treatment, like the Phyrexian ones, like how sick would it be if it had the, the script from the ring Oh, as a foil on it? So you shine it and it's like, you're looking at the ring and fire. Yeah. Or if some of the, like uh, some of the villains, like uh, Cinderin or whatever, I think it's called. The, like the mechanics the come speech. in like dark speech. Yeah. Or something like, Oh yeah. Oh man. And like the best part about a new set too, is seeing the special treatments that are done, like the full arts, the borderless, you know, special foils and stuff that could happen. They've always done like, you know, they, they've been doing a lot of like extra, uh, like special art treatments, like on Phyrexia will be one. They had the, the manga style ones. Yeah. Um, in Brothers War, they had the uh, schematic artifacts. Like, hopefully, they'll come up with some cool version of that in uh, in this set too. But I feel like a terrible artist. But um, there's there's the one guy who did a lot of the artwork for the movies. I forgot his name. Um, but it'd be cool if they had some of his original sketches on um, on some of those cards. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Like you know, um, or like maybe on like some special lands cards. They have the, the Tolkien map map, you know, yeah. with the, the drawn in, in calligraphy ink and stuff. I that forgot be... all about that, man. Seeing like some hobbits and land cards, dude, they've <laughs> got to have some cool land cards. And like, even if they don't function well, like if they come in tapped or something bullshit like that, um, it would be so sick to see like, Oh, Fangorn forest. Yeah. Oh, Rivendell. Oh, you know, uh, 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 Helm's Deep or whatever. Oh fuck, a Helm's Deep card. Yeah, get wrecked. Um, and I'm I'm sure they're gonna do something with the hobbits and like creating uh, food tokens and stuff like that. Like, 
Yeah, I'm interested to see the new mechanics. We did. There is a leak of some some foils that were um, found in like a trash can somewhere, um, where they mention a um, being tempted by the ring. Um, so I'm interested to see what that mechanic is. Um, it sounds cool. I don't think they translated it correct. Or I, I that I, one was in English. Was was that one in English? Because I was, know that some, was the only one that was in English. There was one that was in Portuguese, Portuguese. and the one that was in like Russian or Japanese or something. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see what mechanics they are. Like, are we gonna see dual, uh, double faced um, cards? Like, are we gonna see a Gandalf the Gray and Gandalf the White card? Like we kind of predicted. Um, are we going to see like, you know, like how good is the Samwise Gamgee card going to be? Is it just going to be like ultimate win the game kind of thing? Or you attach it to the Frodo card and it morphs into like him carrying him up Mount Doom. That'd be fucking sick. I'm excited for the set, man. And I know it's, it's still all the way in June, but what I would love, what I would love just to fuck with people and maybe they'll do it. What's it called? The un, what's, what's that set called where their cards oh, that the, aren't legal. The, the unset, yeah. Like if they if they did one where the Eagles come and you just win the game. <laughs> play this card, instantly win the game. Just to fuck with people. Yeah. yeah. You can't play it. I would buy the shit out of that. That would card. be fun. Now now they did say they did say that there's a a second product release in the Lord of the Rings world coming in like November. That has to be the secret lair. Right. It has to be like a secret lair. And what if on the secret lair they did like unset cards? Yeah, for sure. And it was like the Eagles just swoop in and win. Or like, um, or, or or like, uh, it's it's um, what's his name, uh, Ellen Ellen Deal, the who's the guy, the 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 Aragorn's ancestor who was who didn't throw the ring in, who didn't? Oh, uh, um, it was Aragorn son of Arathorn, and it was, I think it was uh, Elendil. I don't know. I think I it was. That I, I, think, I think right it was now. Elendil. Um, and, and like it has, it has, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Elrond being like, throw the, destroy it. And he's like, no. And it just, it just says you lose. Yeah. That's just one turn. <laughs> yeah. He loses the game. Um, yeah, man, there's so many cool things they could do with the set. I'm really excited. And because the thing that gives me a lot of hope for this set being completely awesome is that a whole set's coming out, right? Like with the Warhammer decks, they had the most new cards of any pre pre constructed deck they've ever made. There was about I think there was about um, like forty new cards in every single deck, which is crazy and unheard of. Normally, you know, in a pre con that's themed, you'll get like you know twenty new cards. This had those had almost double that in some cases, and every card that was a reprint was reprinted within the flavor of Warhammer. So like the fact that they're coming out with full sets of these cards gives me hope that not only are there going to be sick like reprints like dude the soul ring in those commander sets better be fucking awesome <laughs> like it has to be right I don't think they're going to do the one ring for it but uh, in the can, bad guy deck they should they, I guess yeah right? I, but I feel like just two colorless mana is not really going to be enough all for that. the one ring dude yeah. the soul ring is. A powerful. I mean, effect. they can do the the rings that uh, the nine rings the other of rings men. Of power, yeah, yeah, or like the three rings of the the elves or the seven of the dwarves. Dude, it's gonna look so sick. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, 
yeah, hopefully they do some sick ass reprints. Wizards of the Coast, if you're listening, you know, feel free to send us some uh, little preview cards. Yeah, exactly. Send us a little preview pack. We'll, we'll, I mean, we will sell out so hard. You know, we're not like these other YouTubers who are like, guys, this is not a paid sponsorship. We'll fucking we we won't tell you. We'll just you can buy us very easily. We are 100. percent I'll wear everything Wizards of the Coast gear. <laughs> just like, yeah, man, they're just normal people, just like us. It's just Wizards yeah. of the Coast. <laughs> You know that rule they did with D and D the uh, OGL. I think it was fine. I think, I think it was fine. great. You know, I I will say, <laughs> like I've been on record as people blew that up, and everyone needs to fucking shut up and read stuff sometimes. But that's fine. That's fine. I, I'll stand up for Wizards of the Coast. They're out here to make money. Like I I think I have, <laughs> I think I have uh you know, not a unique perspective, but a more unique than your standard Wizards fan. Because um, because of the fact that I'm also a Warhammer fan, and I know how much Games Workshop exploits their fans, so Wizards of the Coast people, you don't know how good you have it. <laughs> I think Warhammer fans know how good. Do uh, oh they they 100 percent yeah they're like to so so for instance to play D and D, you can literally look up those free rules online and play yeah. right. You find yourself a free, you know, character sheet online. You can go and hit the hit the ground running. You can make your own dice. You can make, you make your own <laughs> dice if you want. To play Warhammer, you have to buy all the models to build whatever size army you want. If you want a two thousand point, which is like your normal size army, that's hundreds of dollars of models. Then you have to buy the main rule book, which is sixty bucks. You have to buy your army's codex, which is another sixty bucks. If you want to stay up to date, you have to buy the General's Handbook, which they release one a new one every. It's either every six months or every year, which is like thirty or forty bucks. If you want to play Space Marines, you have to buy the supplemental book, which is another forty bucks. And then you have to have terrain for your guys to you know move around on and stuff. You have to buy tape measures. You have to paint your models because there's literally a rule in tournaments where if your models aren't painted with three or more colors, you lose a certain amount of points. It's like. Dude, they, they fucking get you every chance they can. So, Wizards of the Coast, they're doing just fine. Okay, everyone calm down. But, um, yeah, man, I'm excited about this set. Um, if you had to pick one card that you're that you're most excited, or one character or thing from Lord of the Rings that you're most excited to see represented in magic card form, what would it be? You know, I would love to see some of the demigods. I know they're not going to do it. They'll be too strong. But um, the Valar, Valar, the Valar, uh, the Valar would be great. Um, I understand that the mechanics of it, um, it, it would they would have to nerf them so much. But it'd be great. Well, just there's they, gods in magic. It's it's just that they've never been, and the reason why is they've never been represented in anything out outside of the, um, the Silmarillion. Right, right. So I would love to see it one day. I don't think it's going to be this. It would be that. Um, I'm curious to how they're going to play the hobbits being that they're not, at least in what we know in the books, they're not that strong. They're not great fighters. But I Look at the blight belly rat. A simple yeah. little rat. <laughs> or like the squirrels in your squirrel deck. Yeah, you know? they fucking take you out real hard. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how the hobbits are going to be treated. Um, yeah. I, I'll go with hobbits. Hobbits, just because yeah. there's already a ton of goblins, there's ogres in magic, there's um, yeah. dragons. You know, I want to. There's obviously humans, elves, dwarves. 
I'd love to see how they do. I'm really excited. They have some halflings that they brought in from the D&D stuff. Sure. But I'm curious to see how they're going to handle the Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings Hobbits. I'd say I'm probably most interested to see how they handle the Balrog. Like, how sick is that card going to be? Because it's got to, like, I mean, it's got to have, like, flying trample. It's got to be, like, badass. Yeah. So I don't care if it's you know ten mana or whatever to cast that card. I'm I'm all here for it. They're gonna have to do some stuff to like yeah for sure to make it powerful, but also like I wonder how they'll handle like a skulk you know like where right. you know a hobbit is gonna be able to get around it pretty easily. I don't know. It's I'm curious how they're gonna handle some stuff. Yeah, exactly. But let us know down in the comments what do you, what card are you most excited for uh, to see represented in magic card form in the new set. Um, and how many boxes are you going to buy? Because I know I'm going to buy a couple. <laughs> but uh, like and subscribe, guys. We do appreciate you coming in and listening and watching and ingesting us however you can um, every week. We do appreciate that. Make sure to check out patreon.com slash friends. Help support the show today. Um, and Christian, thank you for always being the Samwise to my Frodo. Yeah. To all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Yeah.